Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi everyone, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to another Progressive Success Stories. So today I'm joined by Jamie Stevens. Now Jamie is a property investor based down in Plymouth and he's juggling property and a job at the same time. And he works in the construction industry as a civil engineer. So for anyone who's working long hours, um, you know, pressure jobs and stuff, and you're trying to juggle property at the same time, I think you're going to find this really, really valuable. So Jamie, thank you for joining us today. How are you? Absolutely perfect. Thanks for having me. No worries. Great to have you on. So for anyone who doesn't know Jamie, who hasn't met you yet, who maybe doesn't see you in the community very, you know, et cetera, because we've got 36,000 people now in the community, in the Progressive Property Facebook community. And, and a lot of people, when you do a post, it doesn't get seen by that many people. So um, for anyone who doesn't know Jamie Stevens, that hasn't met you yet, um, who, who tell us a little bit about you and, and your sort of background. I mentioned you're in construction. So a little bit about, I guess, what what the job's about, and then we'll talk about property later on. So just you, life, have you got family, um, how many hours a week you work and that sort of stuff. So yeah, so I'm, I'm a chartered civil engineer. I've been doing it since I left university. Same, same employee, uh, employer, sorry, um, for about seven years. I've, I've, I literally followed the route. So growing up, you know, get a good education, get a job and do that route. So I found myself doing that, studied really hard. Um, and money was always a big thing. So when it comes to the education, my parents were like, right, okay, if you get an A, we'll give you this amount, B and this amount and C. So I always had that drive to, to get educated because I thought, okay, if I get educated, I can get a good job and it'll pay everything. The next step is university, you get a degree, then you get a master's degree. You're in the job, you've done everything that you're supposed to and you think, well, what's going on here? So, so currently I'm, I'm in London. Yeah. So it, it was after I did my chartership in, in 2017, I'm in London and obviously I'm traveling back and forth to Plymouth and I'm like, I've done absolutely everything I should have done. And I'm, <laughs> is this why it's come to. So, so then I started thinking about other routes because, because, you know, I, I, I'm currently, I haven't got children. Me and my partner, we live together in Plymouth. And I'm traveling back and forth to London every week, doing my property, finding deals, trying to keep up with the renovations and stuff. And I thought it must be a different way. So, you know, it, it started off just a, a bit of audio books. Um, and I think it was 2017. I actually, I think it was Rob Moore's money book. I just sat in there and just listening to it. I'm thinking, wow. And, and, and to be honest, yeah, you know, it just left it from there. I just kept reading, kept studying. Um, away from the sort of normal job stuff. It was all personal development, self-development. I, I just got obsessed with learning and, and sort of how to improve myself. And and I just thought, you know, I, I didn't really do many property courses as such, but I read a lot of books. Um, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say I stumbled into property, but I did sort of a, a mini training in 2017, where it was just like a weekend thing. And and one of the things was is, is, is how how you raise finance and, and do sort of no money down. Um, and I, and one of the things was is is, is buying a property. And I, I do not recommend this to anyone, obviously. But one of the first things is they did is 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 raising and getting buying a property without any money down. And and one of the things was is 
using the money from a credit card, transferring it to a bank and using that as a deposit. Um, and I actually did that on a, it was only a small flat. Luckily, you know, it wasn't massive amounts, but the fact was the property was my first property buy to let, and it was conditional auction conditions. So it was the, the online one where you have 56 days to complete. So I've jumped in this, no real education, but I just knew that the, the property would stack up. And from there, it sort of progressed. Um, yeah. Now, for, for, anyone, for, for anyone who is listening to this, and I do a lot of no money down, what you've just said, and you said don't recommend that, is just in, in case anyone's listening, thinking, is that what no money down is? It is using <laughs> a credit card. It absolutely is not. That's not what no money down is. It's, it's loads of other different types of strategies. It's different techniques. But um, I don't recommend people use credit cards either, especially if it's for handbags and for everything else and, and shoes and clothes and, you know, shirts like weird stripes or whatever. Yeah, but using it to make money in property could be done so long as you're very, very careful, but it's not advisable as the best way to get started. Absolutely not. So you did that. You got going. Um, did that deal work out? Did, did you? Yeah, did it I've work? still got. Yeah, so I, actually I've still got that flat. Um, I managed to remortgage it pull out just under 20k and the actual freeholder of the property he offered me the flat next door again at a discount rate so I didn't even view that property bought it uh, my dad was there on the valuation for me while I was working away he said yeah it's, it's, it's fine it's, there's a tenant already in situ so I literally bought that property with the remortgage funds remortgaged the second flat again pulled out 18,000 pounds and then just it spiraled on from there and then it moves so, on to sort of houses. <laughs> the, the, prop, the properties you're doing, obviously you said you live in, you're, you're living in Plymouth, but you're working in London. So you're commuting every week. Are you investing in London or are you investing in Plymouth? No, so, so for me, I love Plymouth. I, I know the area. Um, and not only that, I, I like to get my parents involved with it sort of, People I went to school with are trades people. So I keep it quite local. Um, yeah. Primarily because cool. the deals stack up well for me. Um, and I like living here. <laughs> um, so so to, to me, you, yeah. you mentioned, you mentioned something really interesting there, Jimmy, is, is, is you know, trades people because you went to school with them. And one of the things I'm always saying to people is you're the subject matter expert of your local area. You learn a strategy that works in your area and you become investable, you can build a property business. And quite often I see people traveling all over the country trying to do property deals. But when they do, they don't know the area. So how valuable has it been to you? How important has it been to you? Um, especially when you're the one commuting for work rather than commuting to find the deals. How valuable and important has it been to you that you've got that local power team and that local knowledge? Absolutely critical. Um, you know, I, I could find see a house in a street it'd be on the market for 130 and just because I know the area and what's up and coming in the area, you know, I, I, I've done it a couple of times in an area, it's sort of up and coming. Um, and the, the properties have gone from bought from 126, 130 to, to remortgaged at 190. Um, and again, it's just having the people that if something goes wrong, um, I've, I've got people that I can rely on and trust that will go down. I know it'll be sorted. So, so you know, there's been instances where we've got, tenants moving in the next day 2 a.m in the morning my plumber's gone out you know i was his best man he he's at the house doing the, 
the gas certificate um and you just you just it's just that reliability and just that team and, and it's a supportive network as well because it, it turns around about when they sort of want advice on property you know you, you give them the advice and it, it just swings around about um and it's word of mouth as well i find that you ha you give somebody some work to do that gets around and then people want to, to sort of help you and work for you because you know you you know you're reliable you're going to pay them that you know you, the job's going to be okay and there's it's just a it's just a full circle thing now you mentioned that you started off you got your first couple of flats obviously you did the credit card route for the first one you then got the one next door which is really cool because it's when when you're out there and you do a deal i always say to people the first deal is the hardest and then you the other deals just kind of flow from there you were just about to mention a few minutes ago that you got the first couple of flats and then you started moving on to houses so um when is it all single let stuff you're doing do you do anything like um houses in multiple occupations serviced accommodation are you just very much single let's for now for for me because of the job and to be fair hmos never really appealed to me um flats and single lets um as, as a civil engineer civil engineer i've done a lot of structural calculations and designs for sort of other investors that are doing commercial developments so i've done a few in bristol sort of nine nine flats four flats and stuff like that which is as we'll probably get on something i'll, I'll look to do in a bit of future so, so for me it was just starting off small building up, building up, um, getting that confidence and and just finding a deal. So yeah, um, currently single lets, but the next opportunities I think are gonna be commercial conversions because it just suits my background. Yeah, so good good plan and I like the fact that ma many people need to listen to this about even though he's got a background in construction and a background in maybe commercial to, to residential conversions, started off with single let buy to lets Cut, cut his teeth first, which is exactly how Rob Moore and Mark Homer built their portfolio. They, they, they built up hundreds of single let by to lets before they ever went into the bigger projects. Um, obviously, Rob Moore, you've done a mastermind program with Rob. How was that? Well, it, it, as long as it's working and, and Rob's great. I love just, I could be sat in a room and I'll just speak to Rob and say, Rob, what, what deals are you working on? Um, and he would spit all these numbers at me and and going into to when i first went into the mastermind i was i was you know i was scared because these people around the table were doing big deals and i'm like i felt insignificant i was like oh. but as time went on it osmosis where you sort of pick up on people's vibes and stuff and, and, and i'd speak to rob he would talk about a deal and you know i might have lost a few thousand pounds on a deal where the vendors just pulled out the last minute and in the past i think that few thousand pounds would have really hurt me like mentally psychology wise but just listen to rob's deals and what they're doing it's just ah, okay yeah it's just the money the good side of it will come later on um so for me it was just listening to what other people were doing and the size of the deal sort of elevated myself i think that's that's probably the biggest thing i got from it because being an employee you're sort of surrounded by the people in that's you know that bracket of earnings and and that a mindset where you talk to you know one guy on, on there he owns a clothing line um <laughs> capri and, and just speaking to him about that over dinner he's like wow that's just that's amazing sort of the traveling he does and, and then how he got to that stage so yeah i think it's just been great to, to connect with people like that absolutely a lot a lot of people miss that about programs is when you're at events you it's the people you meet almost and it's it's this layering of their their beliefs into your head 
that starts to change you. So yeah, really resonate what you've just said there. Um, now, I was in a similar background to you, Jamie. So I used to work in Lango work in construction. So I know the hours you've got to work. So you're working long hours, um, commuting, traveling all the time. Um, but many people that I meet in property, they say to me, I'd love to do property, but I don't have time. Now, obviously, you go away probably, what, Sunday afternoon up to London or Monday morning? When do you leave? Monday morning, 4.30, 5 o'clock. 4.30, 5 o'clock on a Monday morning. When do you get back? Now I leave around 1 o'clock, get a breakfast. <laughs> it can be about seven hours. So between 6 and plus <laughs> on a Friday. On a, on a Friday. So you leave at 4 a.m. on a Monday morning. You get back to Plymouth around 6, 7 o'clock on a Friday evening. And long week. And you're trying to fit property in around that. Now, I know a lot of people that are doing property right where they are, are looking to do it right where they are. And they work maybe nine to five and then they've got their evenings free. So how do you do you do stuff in your evenings in London that can help you in property in Plymouth? As in, can you do a lot of the research remotely? What do you do? What does the evenings and your partner might be watching this? So be careful. What is your evenings? What is your evenings? take? Um, how do you fill them? So. Uh... I'll be honest, I'm non-stop. Um, <laughs> Down the 5 pub. Yeah, that's the 5am club. Um, to be fair, all day during work, I'm listening to educational stuff, whether it's property investing, anything like that. In the evenings, I'm searching deals and then I'm doing my view. If I need a viewing, I'll, I'll put it to the weekend and, and sort of I've started taking my dad on viewings and, and we've done a viewing so he sort of knows what I look for. So if, if, if I need to go during the week, then he'll do it for me, send me a couple of pictures, give sort of com compare it to some of the properties we've done in the past and say yes, no. And I'll offer on it that basis. And then if it works, it works. And then on weekends, I'll come home. Um, I'll check all the properties that are going for a renovation. I'll, if I've got a viewings, I'll do the viewings. But again, it's just studying for me, it's the mindset um, because obviously through, through the educational system, you're sort of taught, learn this, learn that. But for me, personal development is a massive thing for me. Just having that self-belief, which is why in the mastermind, it's just speaking to other people, bringing myself up, actually believing that I can achieve it. Uh, and slowly but surely, it, it starts to, to work. So, yeah, my, my evenings, uh, gym for two hours and then I'll study, 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 look for deals different opportunities, anything like that. Wake up five o'clock in the morning, do it all again. Um, and I love it. <laughs> do, you, do you think, do you think that being, do you think that being away from home and working away from home has helped you focus more on systemizing the business rather than if you were local to houses, you might just do more of the stuff yourself because you you can, but because you're away, you've got to systemize it differently. Definitely an element of that. And I, I think, using my time so i think if i was at home i would probably procrastinate possibly but because i'm driving quite a lot i've always got an audio book i'm always learning um in my in the evenings because i'm on my own again it's the same thing like to be fair even when i'm home i actually do the same thing as if i'm away i'm always learning trying to study because to me I, I didn't start till i was 27. it wasn't until i was chartered civil engineer sat in the office and i thought what the hell am I doing? Like, this is not, this, this is not the way it should be. I've done everything that I should have done. Why, why am I not rich? And, and then it, it's 
because I, I felt I'm 27, I've missed out on all them years. But I used to boast in university, oh yeah, I never read a book in university. And, and now you look behind me, I cannot stop reading, I cannot stop listening to audiobook, trying to catch up to over those years where I should have been learning the study. And so I feel like I'm just in complete overdrive, but it doesn't seem taxing. It's not like a university where you're like, oh, I've got to get that master, you know, I've got to get that reporting or something. Because stuff is working and you're like, oh, this is this is cool. And then you're sort of learning. It's just enjoyable, to be fair. I do it all day. <laughs> what 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 would you say? What sort of tips would you give to anybody who's looking to um, maybe get started and are thinking to themselves, um, I, I'm not sure I can listen or read that that much information. Um, you mentioned something really important here. I think because you you never read a book at university. You, you used to boast about not doing it. And I guess is it like training your mind to get used to doing it? And and then what sort of tips would you give to people who sort of starting off thinking, well, you know, how can they get moving in property? What's the first few steps maybe they should do? The biggest thing people always say is the money thing. And like you say, that, that was my reason. Like I didn't have money, but actually I took a risk on the credit card. Um, I, I obviously don't recommend that. That was purely down to me feeling rushed and panicked. But to me, I mean... If I was to go back, I wouldn't change my first property in a buy to laps, you know, where I think that set me up nicely. But I mean, there's nothing stopping you getting a, a house. Like I'll go back to one of my properties that I'm in, like I live in my home. Me and my missus, my partner, she, we bought this for £160,000. She put, she had um, the government back stuff where it sort of helped to buy. And I put in the, you know, it's 5% deposit. So that it was a very low amount of money that we need to put in the house. We then lived in the house while doing it up and then we remortgaged it and it was valued at 230. So we then pulled that money out. She's now bought another buy to let, I've bought another buy to let and that's helped us. But I mean, in terms of people starting, there's absolutely no, you can go on YouTube and get it for free. I mean, you can speak to, it's not hard to say property development or personal growth or anything like that. I mean, it's just, starting i mean you literally just just set yourself a, a target of five to ten pages a day reading and you'll soon realize jesus christ what have i been missing out on like why and you'll get into it more and more and more and eventually you, you, it becomes an obsession it really does rob so, rob, rob rob wrote a book on it didn't he start now get perfect later just get a start yeah that's it just so what's next so you've done you're you're done a number of buy to lets you're still working in the job so have you got any plans to quit the job are you is it are you staying there because you love it because you still need to um has property income replaced the job income yet where are you at with that so rob's gonna be annoyed because i did tell him and he did give me a memo that we, i was supposed to quit the hand notice in two months ago um because at that point i my sort of my property rent covered my bills um and i had saved up through savings and, and equities and stuff like that a year's worth of salary so I'm, I'm i am covered um but a bit of fear must have kicked in and i didn't quit but the, it's that it's the salary at the moment pays for the renovations and covers them costs whereas my property income just gets reinvested and, and builds a cash pot up for the next deposit. Um, but certainly, at a, again, at a certain level, 
like you similar to what you said maybe double my income maybe not as much as that but again I, the thing is i still use what i do as a job so as a as a, a civil engineer i like I said i carry out structural calculations and stuff for other investors in commercial developments and some some of my own properties so if i'm removing a steel beam in the house i'll do the calculations and i, I sort of enjoy that so strategically about two years ago I, I went from working on site and delivering projects to getting into sort of the design side within the office which then would allow me to sort of work from anywhere doing design stuff and i'm still learning on that sort of basis so it's a sort of would i just jack it all in and just do property possibly if i had enough but again there's part of me that actually enjoys doing this the mathematics the excel spreadsheets and sort of the before and after of calculations. Um, so, so there is a bit of that, but again, a lot of it could be fear because I've always been employed. There's, there's still a little bit of me that sort of, if I quit, am I gonna get the mortgage lenders? Uh, you know, is it gonna be easy to get the mortgage? What happens if the boiler breaks down? What happens if a big expensive roof is needed? That's gonna touch into my-, my... <laughs> you, you sound exactly like I did in 2015, and I had yeah. a similar I had a similar conversation to you with Rob Moore, and he made me put a date in the diary, kind of like he did with you. And what I did was that for anyone listening, I went three days a week, and then I said I gave myself six months at three days a week to see how it would go, and then I quit. So I strategically, like you, strategically moved into an office job. I strategically moved from. A, um, a factory where I had to work five days a week into a regional role where I was just doing audits on construction sites. So then I could do that three days a week. So I moved job and then applied for a three day week um, within a few months and then did six months at three days to quit. So I tested the water as I left. But a lot of people love their jobs. We have a lot of people that watch this, Jamie. And, and it's really interesting you said is, is I kind of still miss the job. I miss the people. I miss that stuff. And you mentioned there about, you know, you enjoy the calculations. You enjoy what you do in your job. And I mean, you've done that for years. You, you, you studied it. You've got a, a, you know, a master's in it and stuff. For many of people watching this, if you love your job, loads of people have this idea that they have to do property. To make property work, they've got to do it full time. But your proof, Jamie, that you don't have to do it full time. Not only do you not have to do it full time, you don't have to do it while you're in the town you're doing it in because you're away all week while you're doing property and you don't have to do it if you're in a really busy job because if you can go away on a monday morning and come back on a friday and be in london while you're building your property business in plymouth and build up an income that equals your salary that covers your costs then anybody can do this stuff and all of this stuff that jamie's talking about it's gold dust for any of you listening who are thinking can you do this and well i love my job keep your job love your job stay in your job you don't need to quit your proof of that jamie so yeah jump when you're ready to jump jump when you're comfortable but make sure that you don't let fear consume you because i also got trapped on that fear bit and i waited too long so that'd be my message to you back to you when you've given that great message to the audience next jamie is let's say you, you you're doing your single stuff you mentioned earlier about commercial conversions and um, what are you actively looking for those yet when do you think you're going to start looking for them again is there a little bit of fear saying i'm not going to do it yet um or have you put a, a date in the diary when you're going to start looking for these bigger projects so the actual commercial side so I, i've done a few viewings on commercial commercial properties so it, the balls the balls there start rolling um 
I've actually offered on a couple, but they were, you know, low ball offers. So give me that buffer. But it's certainly once I've I've got a got well, I should be completing on processing another single let in a couple of weeks. So once that's gone through, it, it, the houses and the single lets are great for me in terms of my security. I know that with single lets, you know, they're, they're never empty. For, for personally, that they, they, they touch wood, they stay that way. But I hear a lot of problems with the HMOs sometimes with people. And and for me, because I'm working away, I can't be there to manage that. Um, so this is the single let route and why I do it. But once I've, once I've got enough to cover my income, there's absolutely no reason that I'll be jumping straight into commercial development because the, the sort of the gains there, again, it, a bit more risk, but the gains just outweigh what a single let will do. So it's just, again, I'll just call it stepping up the ladder. Um, went from flats to single houses, and then it'll be sort of either block of flats, commercial developments. Um, you mentioned that obviously the, the gains and the risk. So um, for for many people that are looking to get in the property, they they kind of worry about the risk. What about the? Uh, what's your thoughts on risk of doing it versus risk of not doing it? Honestly, I don't think there's real risk in property. I mean, if the comparables are there, so as long as you you're not you know offering ridiculous amount of money for a property, then doing a bit of work to it, you're gonna have that money there. So, so let's say with our house, the house that I'm living in now, we knew when we bought that house that it needed work, but any money spent on it would would double the equity in the house, and it, and it has. Um, it's just that bit of education, not putting your emotions in the game and saying, oh, I really love that house. What an amazing house carpet and it looks amazing. And then paying over the odds. And then there's a little downtime in the market. You get worried and panicked. Because it's, it's proven that property's just gone up over the years. And if you even just a small discount, put your mark on it, your rent income. For me, single lets have proven not to be any risk at all. And not to do it, I say, I, <laughs> I've been in the job, went to university, you know, got the master's degree, got chartered. So I was at the pinnacle of doing civil engineering. And then within, since 2017, just slowly doing it, I've, I've covered my income. So spent all that time, all that money, education in university and very quickly, part-time <laughs> property incomes sort of covered it and I don't need to work on the property as, as, as I do as in a job where I'm traveling back and forth everywhere. So yeah, honestly, it's just crazy not to do it. I think a lot of it's that fear of buying it. I mean, if you own a house, you're already halfway there. You said something else as well there, Jamie. Um, you mentioned that you're about to buy a property. You're in the middle of buying another one. Now I hear a lot of people as well say right now, the property market's crazy. House prices are too high. There's no deals out there. So the one you're about to buy, because I'm always saying to people, are you, are you basing that on the fact that you're looking and finding nothing? Or are you basing it on the fact that somebody else said it and, you, and, and now you're saying it because they said it? Now, you've just, you're about to do a deal. So in this marketplace, and for anyone who's watching this, this has been recorded on the 1st of September 2021. So um, the market's quite, quite buoyant out there. So this deal, Jamie, do you want to talk us through the numbers, purchase price, sort of end value, what the profit will be, what the monthly income will be, um, just to let people know the sort of stuff that you can get right now in this market? Yeah, so again, uh, this is a three-bed uh, property in Plymouth. Uh, we normally 
split the front room to make it a four bed, uh, big size rooms. The purchase price is 135,000. Um, similar properties we've done, remortgaged for 190. It's the owner's already done most of the work. It just needs to go in there, do a kitchen, a bathroom. Uh, and again, the reason this property come along is, is purely speaking to people, getting people involved. So it's actually, I don't know if I can say this, but it, it's the, the, the daughter rented one of my properties. So she works for an estate agent and they rented one of my properties and, and she knew what I was up to. And it's actually her dad um, wanted a private sale, didn't want any hassle. He just wanted to know that once we shook hands, that was it, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Um, and, and that was the case. So he, he knew the deal was, was cheap, but it saved him the hassle and the time of sort of first time buyers and all this sort of stuff. He just didn't want any, any of it to deal with. So that's how that deal actually come you, along. So you can absolutely share that. You just have to hope that the agent's not watching this video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, I'm kidding. But so you, you bought it for about 135. I was just working out there, the refurb stuff. Would you be all in for maybe what, 150 to 160 somewhere? What's One, the, yeah, yeah. So, so let's say 155 all in, in value 190? 190 we go for. I, I don't like right. to push it too high and that's right. my mortgage. <laughs> yeah, so let's even call it 160. So you're creating 30 grand of equity in, the mar in this market plus positive cash flow what will after you pay the, so rent minus mortgage what will your monthly cash flow be from that deal roughly so it will be 950 rent 400 mortgage 400 mortgage so you're going to make about 550 a month before you take away before the maintenance management stuff so you're looking at probably minimum sort of 300 three what well, minimum 350 a month probably profit after maintenance management everything's taken out yeah and you got around 30 grand of equity. So guys, this is in this market. Don't be sitting at home saying to yourself, there's no deals out there. Get out there and look for some deals. So Jamie, um, really, really um, valuable advice through the interview. I um, re really appreciate your time coming on. And um, just a couple of final things. So top, I'm going to put you under pressure now. Top three tips to people who are looking to either start or scale their property business. Hit them with them. And this isn't planned, everyone. So now he's on the spot going, shit. No. Get viewing. Learn. Viewing. Just personal development, properties, just learn. Audiobooks. But there's no excuse for not to do it. And speak to people. Literally just, if, if, if you see someone that you want, I, I, I seen Rob Moore doing property. I thought, I need to be involved with that. To get involved with the people that are doing the stuff that you want to do. That free? Guys, that's that's phenomenal <laughs> advice to be honest. L right, viewings, learn and get speaking to people. Huge advice because it's a people business. How did he get the deal next door, the flat next door? Because the guy next door seen what he was doing, speaking to people. Right? How did he get the deal he's just done from the a, a lady is renting a property off him. She works in an agency. Her dad brings him the deal people business it's a people business you've got to be out there speaking to people you got to consistently be learning and the reason he got these opportunities is not luck it's because he's out there doing viewings it's because he's taking action so jamie well done for joining us some real golden nuggets in there for people who are going to watch this and um, to get them moving and started on the property journey as well so 
best of luck on the journey. Keep smashing it, Jamie. I'm going to be watching you closely to see what you're up to and see these commercial conversions take off. So um, thank you for coming on and I'll speak to, you, speak to you soon. Hopefully we'll catch up in Peterborough. Everyone, you've been listening to another progressive success story. I've been Kevin McDonald. He's been Jamie Stevens and you've all been absolutely awesome. Speak soon.